77, 5 hours, 0 minutes to doomsday. Hey, Babs, look, I don't know what's going on, but I've been thinking lately about, like, where you come from and, like, other robot AI and stuff, like, you know, things that are smarter than me. Well, I'm pretty sure the toaster could outsmart you. Let's start there. Yeah, right, that's hilarious. Um, I tell you what, can we can we watch a movie about robots? And, I don't know, maybe you can find somebody to watch it with me? You know, like, someone that's... I don't know, like, smart and that? Again, yeah, I know. One animated rabbit coming right up. That's not funny. Just play the movie. Automata, 2014. Jacques Valcan is an insurance agent of ROC Robotics Corporation who investigates cases of robots violating their primary protocols against altering themselves. What he discovers will have profound consequences for the future of humanity. Next Monday is a new moon. My sister says I'll give birth then. Aren't you afraid to bring your daughter into a place like this? Sir, we're putting this human life in danger. The unit is in perfect condition. What is this? I've never seen this before. This is an altered unit without an owner. Unit without the second protocol. Find someone else to hold accountable for this mess. Tracking down some alterations performed on two units. A machine altering itself is a very complex concept. Self-repairing implies some idea of a conscience. Please, sir. Please, sir. It was staring at me. I shot it because it looked alive. You know what happens once that is altered? Two of them try to alter a third one. Then the miracle dissipates, the epidemic begins. What's going on? 
If you want to survive, you must stay with us. Who else knows about this? Find him and bring him back here. If we go back to the city, we will die. To die, you have to be alive first. You're just a machine. Just a machine? That's like saying that you're just a man. Okay, I was going to talk about the movie. I wasn't sure um, where I was going to get somebody to watch with you, but you're here. And you are... Who, me? Oh, I am Alicia Newman. Alicia... Now, I know that name. I've heard it somewhere. Somewhere oh. in the archives. Well, that is because I am from the Occupied Mind podcast. Ah, that's what it is. I've heard your podcast. Well, I've heard all of your podcasts, actually. And, and it goes on for a long time, so good work. Um... It's nice to have you here. Uh, do you yes. like movies about robots? I do like movies about robots, and thank you very much for having me. This is my very first like guest appearance on a podcast. I'm pretty excited. Well, I can't tell you too much about the future, because uh, just in case you weren't sure, this is the future now. Um, but you're going to do a lot more. I am? Do a oh, lot I'm... more. Oh, All look. right. That's good to know. Look, I don't want to say too much, but Oprah. All right? That's oh. all I'm say. All right, maybe I'll get to be on our new uh, Apple Podcast TV show. Maybe, maybe you get maybe a podcast, and you get a podcast, and you get a podcast. <laughs> so, um, well, now you're here. Are you a fan of 2014's Automata? Um, I would say that I was a huge fan, but uh, I I have seen it. I I did watch it. <laughs> okay, so you would be familiar that with the runtime of one hour and forty nine minutes, and uh, yes. Yes, and a good, look, a good runtime under under two hours is always good. So it was directed by Gabe Ibanez, known for writing and directing this movie, and the 2017 Netflix series Refugiados El Tempio, which, of course, aside from my terrible Spanish, is the Ministry of Time. Well, that's quite timely, one might say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it stars Antonio Banderas. As Jack Volcan, best known for 1994's An Interview with a Vampire, 1995's Desperado, and for anyone with kids of a certain age, as the voice of Puss in Boots in the Shrek movies. Dylan McDermott as Sean Wallace, best known for TV's American Horror Story, The Practice, and The Grid, and just being really angry in this movie. Yeah, very, very angry. I really yeah. didn't understand the point of him in this movie, but yeah, he's in he's it. Just, yeah, he's woof. And 
And on a lighter note, Melanie Griffith as Dupree, or if you prefer, Dr. Dupree. Best known for 1988's Working Girl, one of my favourites, 1987's Cherry 2000, and 1984's Body Double. You know, when I saw that they were in this movie together, I looked to see when they got divorced. They got divorced a year after this movie was made. Do you think that that was the nail in the coffin, them working together on this movie? Yeah, I, I think Antonio hanging out with a sex droid that had her voice probably pushed them over the edge. Possibly, possibly. Um, that th- Those are things that I think of when I watch movies like this, when husbands and wives star together in a movie and then get divorced a year later. <laughs> sure, why not? That just shows that you know about humans, and I don't.
First impressions count. So now this movie takes place in 2044 AD and there are only 21 million people left on Earth. Considering that it's now 2061 and I actually think the Earth's gone completely, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like a lot of these movies always have the, the same plot points. Like Earth is a, when Earth, when something bad happens, millions of people will die and the world is never good. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it always yeah. looks like a garbage pile, like landfills yeah. everywhere. Just walk away. And there will be an end to the horror. Yeah, it's not like, you know what, everyone died, but Earth turned into a giant garden. And the, the right. people that were left lived happily ever after. Like, no. you would think that, that, you know, if all of these people died, there would be a garden everywhere. That there, there would be well, trees and flowers and everything would flourish. But yeah, no. You know, no. No housing crisis. You know, people would have, everyone have a, would have a job, you would think. Because, you know, so few people... But no, they decided that the way to solve that problem was to build the Pilgrim robots. Now, not not the best looking robots. No, uh, no, I've I've uh, seen better. Definitely seen yeah. better. Bite my shiny metal ass. They're very very Asimo, very uh, bad dancing robots. But they do they do have two rules because apparently you can't have a robot without rules, and those rules are they can't take any form of life and they can't alter themselves. Right, because we don't want robots altering our themselves because that always leads to bad things. Always, always. Oh well, look, uh, do you want Skynet? Because that's how you get Skynet. Absolutely, that's how you get Skynet. <laughs> yeah. Um. And look, uh, very early on, we learned that robots' heads are full of wires and goo. Yeah, which is a little different like that. Um I don't I don't recall very many robot movies where there's goo inside the uh, robots. Goo! Yeah, I know, because they, they were very industrial looking, and yet there, there, there was a lot of goo. And I'm just sort of going, no, no, <laughs> I don't want, I, I just don't want goo in my robot movie. I don't, no one needs it. Yeah, no, not really. No, no. And, and, and you know, very early on, we're introduced to Antonio, um, who is an insurance assessor and looks very brown. Yeah, for as grim as the uh, world seems, uh, he looks like he lives on a beach. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, even but even his shirt was like a, a shade of brown, and his tie was a shade. Of, even his grey suit looked brown. Yeah, everything very brown. You know, very brown, and he looked as you as you said, like he'd been living at the beach, surprisingly healthy in comparison to everybody else. Right, absolutely. I, I'm just trying to get over the fact that this is about robot insurance. I think I spent yeah. like when they had that scene. Uh, you know that opening scene where he's talking to the family i was like what oh, i'm yeah, sorry <laughs> yeah hang, hang on we're, we're talking about insurance and of course the, the people that you mentioned are trying an insurance scam for their dead dog <laughs> at first i was just like so the robot brushed the dog's uh, death and i'm like okay, yeah. oh, okay i was like yeah. this is a weird opening scene. yeah <laughs> Who am I supposed to like? Who am I supposed to be siding with here? Is it the the robot, the dog, Antonio? And I like how they left the dog. The, the dog was on the floor, dead. Now, I mean, I don't know how much you had to do with insurance people, and I've got to be honest, I haven't had that much to do. But I'm pretty sure they don't show up straight away. 
right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this could be because there's so few people left in the world that things get processed faster. Uh, but but still, do you, leave, do you leave the dog no. just dead no. on the floor? Maybe they were trying to prove, a, like, to visualize, to show. Maybe that was their thought process. They didn't look like they were, especially the husband. He didn't really seem like he was all there. Like, when you realize that it's a scam, it's, yeah. you, it's 100% that husband, it was that husband's idea. And I just, yeah. I, he was aiming for something else. He had some other goal in his mind. And I don't... Oh, he, had, he had dollar signs in his yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, moving away from those people, um, which I think everyone wanted to do. Yes. Um, we got introduced to our first, like, science type person, really, in this movie. And I've noticed that the science people had glasses and they appeared to be what made them smarter. Absolutely, because that's what glasses do in movies. Yeah, they make glasses make you smarter. That makes you a science type person. No! Absolutely. Uh, or, yeah. you know, nerd, geek, that's what glasses yeah. do. That's the point of glasses in a movie. That it is, it is to show you that you're still not as healthy looking as Antonio, <laughs> but you've got smart glasses. Yes. Yes. And one of those smart glasses people made me really want to try keeping a soap bubble in my pocket. <laughs> I think that that would be a lot of fun. I think that that would, yeah. could be a cool game at like a party. Keep a soap bottle, yeah. bubble in your pocket. Yeah, that's right. Keep a soap bubble in your pocket. And if you lose, you have to drink and then try again. Yes. <laughs> people could get very drunk very quickly. Drinking shows a real commitment to becoming a cooler person. Yes! Great fun! Not really analogy for how to work out crypto encryption or something. I don't know. I, I, I got bored after we started talking about soap bubbles. I was like, oh, soap bubbles, shiny. Now... <laughs> We, we mentioned uh, Dylan McDermott as the angry cop a little bit earlier. Um, he seemed to know how to find, well, a robot hooker very quickly. Yeah. You wonder what he does in his spare time. Maybe that's yeah. why he's so angry. I have made it with a woman. Inform the men. Maybe yeah. he got... Mm. Well, he, maybe. Well, he did, you know, he, he did mention that he didn't have a wife anymore. Maybe there was some sort of industrial accident. Maybe. Maybe. Good point. Mm. Yeah, that's, I don't know. And, and that probably leads us to, to something that is sort of probably, I think, a pivotal point in this movie is that Cleo is the single scariest robot hooker ever. I know. I was just, <laughs> when she appeared on screen, I was like, what is that? No, no, I don't. No, no. no. Yeah, and, but here's the instruction chart on how she works. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just no, it's just wrong. Absolutely. Agree 100%. Rising in the sky. 
Tell me what you learned and keep it nice. All right, so I'm just going to come out and say it. This movie reminds me of a lot of other movies. Yes, 100%. I, I, can I please say I want to I wanna understand why, all, why a lot of futuristic movies all have to be like Blade Runner. Why do they all have to have 3D large ads? In, in them why uh, see uh, that was my that my very first question and who's watching those and going I want to buy that whatever that is and more importantly what if you're living there and it's like right outside your house right like I would find that so distracting like that big huge light like right in your window as you're like yeah like blackout curtains must make a lot of money oh, back then yeah yes but yeah every movie uh, I reckon they just went nah uh, okay so we've got Blade Runner uh, what else oh I know let's throw on some classical music like Soylent Green um yeah. cause, cause that opening technology montage I just went Soylent Green Straight away. Um, so I, I have a confession. Um, I've never seen Soylent Green. So for a tasty treat that's good to eat, Soylent Green, made from the best stuff on earth. 
people. I don't know how. But I've it's made of people. I, yes, I know the quote. I, like, I know the movie, but for some reason or another, I have never watched it. I don't know. I know. Look, I know. I, I, I'm going to tell you up front, it's not a happy, fun time movie. Uh, no, it doesn't. Well, I mean, it, it's made of people doesn't make it seem like it's that happy of a movie. No. <laughs> no. But again, you must. You, you should watch it. You should. And, and I'm probably going to now quote another movie that you've never seen. And that I think that um, the the bureaucracy that Jack's tied up in made him feel a lot like Jonathan E. in Rollerball. I have actually seen Rollerball. Um, <laughs> but I think I saw... Yes! Yeah, that's a fun movie. Game! This wasn't meant to be a game! That's an awesome movie. Uh, the original one's awesome. The remake, not so much. Yeah, no. No, no, no. no Certain things no. don't need to be remade, but that's a whole other... No. That's a that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> the, uh, ooh, yeah, that, that is a deep, deep, dark rabbit hole. Um, uh, and you know what? has been recently referenced in your timeline by Pick 6 Movies, talking about not that movie, this, this one. one. Yes, I just listened to the season finale uh, yesterday. They're doing their part. Are you... Uh, we, oh, on Bronan. That's right. I've heard yes. all of those. They're hilarious. Yep. yep. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, oh, and of course, the dump looks like the prawn town in District 9. Absolutely. Um, very much. I got a lot of District 9 vibes uh, mm. during this movie. Yeah, this, District 9 is an awesome movie. Well, <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, particularly if you like having black goo shot in your face. Good night, everybody. If that's your thing. No, not really, but sure. No, still. Sure, why not? Um, on, on a nicer note, the welcome voice in Jack's apartment sounds just like the one from Future Marty's house in Back to the Future. It does. It really did. Um, it's so. It's just so funny Like when you're watching movies and it just, there's all these call-outs to other things. You just start like, yeah. oh, hey, hey. That's that, and that's that, and that's it. I, I literally had to start a list watching this movie. There was no other way to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> and our yes. lists are very similar. That is good. Now, um, one of the smart people wearing glasses and that in this movie, she looked like she was from Robot CSI. I wonder how that show would do. I wonder if a robot, see if they tried to be bring like CSI back now and they kind of made it with like robots, if it would do well. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it'd be interesting. And well, again, apparently, if you're in Robot CSI, you have to sniff the goo. Yes, sniffing the goo is always a good time because, you know, you learn yeah. stuff from sniffing it. Yeah, well, uh, uh, apparently Antonio had to sniff it to learn that it was new goo. Right, because apparently there's a difference between new goo and old goo. Yeah, apparently. With with, uh, with knowing, with learning. Remember, people, know your goo. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Slightly chubby science guy. He's a uh, he's a bit of an asshole. Absolutely, absolutely, he was an asshole. Like I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, look. Okay, sure. He did introduce us to soap bubble in the pocket. Right. Thanks for that. But the rest of the the uppity talk. Not so much. Well, because, you know, he did the epity talk so he could seem smarter than Antonio. Mm, but still, not as tame. Nope. 
Now, speaking of tanned and different colours, uh, Jacques and his lovely wife have coloured chunks of stuff for dinner. <laughs> yeah, every time, because there was two scenes with the with dinner, and it's just like, is that what they eat in the future? Just like yeah. different cubes of colour? Yeah. That, that, there's no cooking anymore? Because that's what I kind of took from watching that, is that people don't cook anymore. They just go, they buy trays of coloured food cubes and eat them. Yeah, which which is probably why he had the bottle of wine to go with it, just to wash down the chunks. Right, so liquor's still made, but food, not so much. <laughs> yeah, everyone just went, nah, food's way too yeah, hard. Yeah, we still need liquor, but food, nah, yeah, who needs yeah. food? It isn't glamorous, or cool, or kid stuff, and it can kill you. Liquor! Moving on. <laughs> liquor, that's good for everybody. Yeah. Moving away from, you know, the fun that was Jack and his lovely wife's apartment, when they go out to the desert, I wanted to wear sunglasses. Yeah, very bright. 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 So, so white, so bright. I'm just going, it's making my brain hurt. Yeah, like visually, uh, I think that that's the best part of the movie is the visualization of everything because every, that's like the best part, but Lots yeah. of scenes were very, very bright. Yes. Like, out in the desert, like, you really felt like everything was gone. It was blasted clean. Yeah. Was, yeah, yes. Yeah, now, on that note, um, one of the phrases that I never want to hear again is, Stop, sir. You are putting a human life in danger. <laughs> because, you know, that's, that's how robots talk. Only the other day I heard someone say, He's nothing but a robot covered in makeup. Talks a lot of nonsense. Oh, Stop, sir. You are putting a human life in danger. Stop, sir. Yeah. It's just like, I, no, I got it the first time. It, it's fine. Going to keep pointing the gun. I, and again, I still reckon that's why that cop was so angry, because he just hated their voices. <laughs> yeah. On the reverse, Antonio proves that chocolate cures everything. Well, of course. Chocolate, yeah. chocolate is medicine. Especially, I mean, I think a little bit more so for women. But yeah, chocolate definitely... Oh, no. <laughs> Best thing. Chocolate is the best thing ever. And particularly, I think dead body chocolate is like my all-time favorite. Good night, everybody. Uh, just chocolate. Anything chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you find a you know, bar of chocolate in the desert on a dead guy. You're going to eat it. Yeah, it was absolutely. Just, oh, Delicious. Yeah, on the other side of that, um, robot skull faces, not, not so much. Yeah, not they're creepy. Fan. They're very creepy. Yeah, cre- just like, oh, you know, look, you have an op- opportunity to build a robot and, you know, make it relatively aesthetically pleasing while still being, you know, industrially capable. Um, why give it a creepy skull face? Yeah. It's not stupid. It's advanced. And really, just to round that out on creepy things, Cleo's robo-butt made me feel a bit weird. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, like a sex machine, get on up, wait a minute, shake your arm, then use your palm, stay on the scene, 
like a sex machine. You got to have the feeling. Sure, you're born. Get it together. Right on, right on. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Would you like to try something a little different? This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> While we're on questions... Um, how did Dancing with the Stars make it to the Because future? Dancing with the Stars is is a great show, maybe? Are, are you sure? No. You know, the, 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 there's like 21 million people left. Well, and I get that like entertainment's tough to come by, but Dancing with the Stars. Maybe it's also doubling as a form of exercise and an exercise show? I mean, what's not to love? Ooh, uh, okay. Maybe. 
aerobicize with the staff. Yeah, maybe that's the point of it. Okay, well, I'm going to take that one away. <laughs> Just going to take it away. Um, I mean, look, it did um, it did distract from the giant blank face hologram that seemed to live outside their giant window. Yeah, again, blackout curtains. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you got to pay more for that. Yeah, blackout curtains. But uh, uh, no one seemed to be all that worried about it. They had a huge bay window. Everything's open to the maybe, sky. Uh, yeah. You know uh, what? Maybe it, maybe it just looks like it's glaring in the window from our perspective. Maybe they're just used to it. Like it's been going on for so many years that they just zone out of it. Don't notice it. But, but surely, like, you get up at three o'clock because you want to drink a juice. Um, that's going to give you a fright. Oh, yeah, that would, that would scare sure. Jesus at me if I saw that. <laughs> I didn't actually think about that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, and, like, speaking of, like, potentially dumb choices, how dumb do you have to be to go out into a garbage dump where you've just seen a guy being shot by a sniper? Well, I mean, we've got to move the plot along, right? So we've got to go outside. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, I, I get that Antonio had to chase the very slow-moving robot. A very slow-moving. Yeah, because, again, how, how do these robots out, outrun anything? Oh, right. I, they, I don't think they did. Maybe they didn't. Surprise! He's behind you! It's, they're just, I don't know. It, I mean, but Antonio had to chase him. Um, I don't know. Just weirdness. Now, I'm going to step away from that for just a second. For all the stuff that they've invented in the future, how is it that they couldn't invent a better raincoat? I thought the same thing when I watched, <laughs> and I was like, "Really? That's your? That's that's how you protect yourself in the rain?" It looked like it was from the seventies. Like it looked like an old school raincoat. It looked like a trash bag. <laughs> You just grab a trash bag, and I'm going, seriously, like, the rain's toxic, apparently, but, ah, it's all right, just throw on a 70-zero poncho, you'll be fine, buddy. Like, don't, like, make, like, a digital rain, like, a digital umbrella that, like, covers you. Like, what happened to those, you know, like, those really big umbrellas that, um, like, when you open it up, it goes down to, like, mid-chest? You know what umbrellas I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, the the big, you know, full, full screen one that came all the way down. Well, you or, know, or a bubble. Even some high-tech ones, that, the, yeah, a bubble or the high-tech umbrellas that blow out a cone of air or something. Right. But no, we've got right. trash like, bags. There's so much potential for a better umbrella. Like you could do like this big, huge tech bubble and it could have like information on it. Like the sky's the limit with this. And no, that it's just some trash bag, some poncho. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's yeah, just, you know. Water. It's just, just toxic rain. You'd be fine. Yeah, a lot of this stuff would make you go blind. Now, speaking of, of being just fine, did, did Jack's wife quote Jurassic Park and say life finds uh, a way? She did. She did. Uh, <laughs> and do you, was he, like, you got the same vibe that I did that he, like, regretted getting pregnant, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, it was pretty clear that um, I think he was only involved because he kind of had yeah, to Yeah, like, I just... <clears throat> I don't know, like, I just felt like he was just like, yeah, yeah, there's a kid coming. Like, he just didn't seem very yeah. particularly... Yeah. He wasn't up about it. He was just like, ah, yeah, I think okay. he'd be a little bit yeah. more excited. You used to live in my testicles. Yeah, well, look, I, I, I don't think he had a lot of choice, because it was going to happen. But yeah, because life finds a way. <laughs> That's right, he needed to get on board. Um, 
Unlike one of the things that I couldn't get on board with, which is when we finally get introduced to Melanie Griffith and we find out that Creepy Cleo has her voice. Right. I, I read that and I was just like, what? I was like, oh, they sound exactly alike. So that's how Melanie's in this whole entire movie. And it's hard to escape with an erection. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going. You're, you're the clockmaker, so you know you're, a, you're obviously a robotics wizard. That's fantastic. Um, and you made a sex droid, sure, because sure, that's what everybody does. But you gave it your voice. That's where it got creepy, Melanie. All right, that's well, where it got she, creepy. Maybe she's a, people are a fan of her voice. Maybe one of her coworkers was like, "You should give it your voice. You've got a sexy voice. Put it in the robot." Or maybe she didn't have, there was nobody else to put in there. Granny pants. Yeah, no, you probably see so you're being very practical about it. That's where that, my that, mind that, goes. That, that's why. Yeah, no, that's it's yeah, I just sort of went, Yeah, given a choice, still no. I don't know. It just seemed weird and um you know, the next thing we know, Melanie's decided I'm gonna like give her the super upgrade and, you know, combine their their bio ROM Duda chip things. Um and uh, allow her to start uh, altering herself and uh, you know learning everything straight away and again really Melanie because do you want Skynet because that's how you get Skynet that is one hundred percent how you get Skynet and it's very creepy and <laughs> yeah. robots will be taking over the but, world yeah well I mean she kind of she made me wet my pants in my living room I was watching it and but you know we're not gonna get into that that's that's personal. Yes, but apparently before that, they'll be repairing themselves and stealing our yes, stuff. Yes, because first they have to, you know, thieves and doctors. They've got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah that, that's right, because all super intelligences go, you know what, my first job is to steal things. Anyway, um, speaking of super intelligences, or lack thereof, um, at what point do you think uh, Antonio worked out that shouting, I'm a human, at the robots wasn't working? Um, uh, not soon enough. That whole scene was just, I'm still trying to get over the fact that it's kids that, sh- like, there's kids shooting. Like, that, I, I, I don't... I love it so much. Yes! Little, little street yeah, assassins. That, like, when I was writing down my notes, I put, like, in real large letters with, like, exclamation points. I was like, the kids are shooting. That was, that was a little different for me. That, that kind of shocked me. Worst ding dong ditch yeah. ever. Yeah, like, maybe don't. <laughs> Uh, that uh, I was just like when they when they op- when she opened the door and I saw the kids and I'm like oh they're gonna be the decoy and then someone's yeah. gonna come yeah, and I was yeah. like oh no forget the decoys they're gonna be it they're gonna be the ones <laughs> and then oh yeah, and, and then we we learned that apparently Cleo can drive and she can seriously oh, right, maybe, drive you know in her downtime she was you know driving around some courses I'm sure there's a lot of dirt roads. Well, yeah, there's plenty of space to go out and, you know, really learn parallel yes. parking. Yes. Now, just just to, to square out the questions, do, do you wish more people had a button on the back of their skull that you could just pop their <laughs> Yes, that out? would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Because just imagine, just, and maybe if you had access, like you had like portable brains and you started to like talk to somebody and they were like dumb or just not... <laughs> You could just pop it out. D- 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 they would just, just not. not. You could just pop it out and like yeah, just put in a brain that you think would suit them better. Here you go. Here, that should make mm. it all better. <laughs> Try yeah, this one. Just get, hey, look, a bird. <laughs> yep. Boop, and brain out, brain back. Yeah. Or you can go um, the other way and someone who thinks that they're really smart and are annoying you, you could just pop the brain out and just put another one in and they'll go, there you go, jerk. Now deal with that. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, uh, off you go. Yeah, no, you've got the brain that someone that uh, only knows how to draw. <laughs> Good luck. Just on your way, champ. Have fun. <laughs> yep, have fun.
Your time is almost up. So give me your final thoughts. So we're into obviously, you know, the last sort of third of the movie and you know, they they obviously got to the hideout and everything's really great, but do you think Jack was a little too quick to drink the mysterious, odd-smelling yellow liquid right, in the like, bottle? What, like, you're just instant to trust. Like, just take it, drink it. <laughs> like, yeah. just just drink that and then go, like, smell it and go, oh, that's yeah. a bit rough, but then sure. drink it anyway. Like, they, they couldn't be trying to kill me or, you know, I, nah, <clears throat> I'll be fine. I said, hey, Joel, take a walk on the wild side. Nah, that'll be fine. Just just drink it and have a great time. And then um, Antonio and Cleo start to dance because that's a natural sort of step to take. After you've drinking mysterious drinking, after you've drunk mysterious odd smelling yellow liquid, dance Maybe with a robot. This is why Dancing with the Stars is still relevant back then. Put on your red shoes and dance the See? see, it all comes full Absolutely. circle. Full oh, circle. Full circle. That's see. That's why I have smart people like you in the show. But <laughs> on that note, um, you know they're dancing. It's all very nice. It's a touching moment. And then Cleo went straight into Robo well, Hooker mode. You know, it was her job. So you know, sure, it's where she goes. <laughs> it's all she knows how to do. Yeah, it's just it's still really oh, creepy. One hundred percent creepy. But I mean can't fault a girl for defaulting to her job. Sure, sure, go with what you know. And, um, off on a tangent, one of the things that I didn't know was that apparently the next evolution in robot life is a giant robot roach. And that thing was creepy, creepy, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it had more legs, it, it, it could have almost been a giant robot spider. That would have pushed me over the yeah, edge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that thing. Mm. Uh-uh. It's just like, and it didn't talk. It just made weird noises and had pointy knives that yeah. came out of it. Like, I want to know what the design, like, what the thought process was to have that design. Yeah. I, it was quite yeah. unusual. Again, it was just, it was, unusual is a nice word. <laughs> I'm just going to go just weird and, and creepy. Um, and, you know, we're, we're getting to the point and Cleo is, you know, evolving literally as, as we speak. And she gets to the point after, you know, creating the Robo Roach that um, she knows why the rain changed, which is great because obviously, you know, um, Antonio asked her about it earlier. And uh, when he says, well, why did it? She goes, I don't think you'd understand. Right. I brought my pencil. So I just thought it was a little, it's just like, that's just yeah. rude. Sorry, your human brain couldn't process the thought. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so you're dumb. so dumb. You're just a it's human. Just like, oh. You don't know anything. <laughs> it's just like, oh, anyway, that just made me angry. Um, now, speaking of angry people, Mr. Conway, who is the professional killer in this movie, his thugs didn't really look like they were built for desert no. life. no. I just just sweaty and dirty and old. It, well, it was almost kind of, like I kind of feel like this whole part of the movie where they're chasing Antonio, like that. This whole plot point was the weakest plot point for me. 
because I didn't really quite <laughs> under... Like, I got why they were chasing Antonio, but I really, truly didn't. Like, I don't understand why I must kill Antonio. Like, I, sure, kill the robot, but why are, why are we trying to kill Antonio? I, uh, yeah, were they trying to cover it up? Were they just trying to prove it or disprove it? It was just like, no, nah, no, nah, he did it, so yeah, we gotta like, get I, him. I think if they just had a conversation, like... You know, I think that they were just kind of forced yeah. into this. Like they didn't really want to do it. There, yeah. this this guy is just like, yeah, you need to kill him. Oh man, do we really? Like, oh, all right, uh, let's go. Uh, yeah, come on, all right, we go into the desert. Blah blah. blah. Take your drugs. Da da da. Oh, shoot the guy. And I was just like, mm, yeah. Now, speaking of things that potentially weren't thought through that well, I don't think Antonio really thought through the car crash attack. No, I don't think so either. I don't think he processed how the outcome of that would be. No, no. You know, his wife, his newborn child, is there being held hostage. He can barely stand up with radiation sickness, but his first thought is, everyone's standing together. I'm going to crash a car into them, potentially that will take me off a cliff and kill everyone. But that's my best point. (laughs) Right, you know, because hit hit car first, think later. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just into the car. I'm going to go. And uh, yeah, well done, Antonio. Now, his wake-up call is, of course, a crying baby. And the sound of a crying baby can cut through pretty much It surely can. Yes. I, I've been led to understand that the the pitch and tone of the original telephone ringer was actually based on the pitch and tone of a crime That's child. very interesting. Huh. It is. See, I learned it ah, stuff. Very good. And well, 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 I did learn it stuff, um, it's pretty clear that nobody else did because I would have thought taking a newborn baby into a high radiation zone was potentially not the best possible no, idea. No, not a good idea at all. But, like, again, again, just, I don't think anyone was thinking very clearly in this segment of me. And, you know, the mo- we're drawing to a close and Cleo's about to escape with Robo Roach. That's a good name for it. And she... she- um, and she pulls her face off. But she does it in a very ceremonial type way that made me think of the mutants in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Just, I reveal my face to my true face to my God. And it's all hideous and stuff. I mean, she did have the weird, like, robo skull, which was. Not- right. I don't really, like, I get. I don't really know why she showed her face. I guess to show. Yeah. Like, do you think maybe it was to show him that she's, in her own weird way, trying to be human? Maybe? Uh, see, but, like, her face with the blinky eyes made her more human. I, 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 again, not well thought out, because she's going off into the desert with Robo Roach. There's nothing out there. So who's going to see it? Who's going to know? Uh, well, maybe she maybe she felt uncomfortable with the other face, and she wanted to show her true self, because that's how she feels comfortable. Ugh. Too, too much too much thought, too much navel-gazing, really. And, of course, the music swells, and they all lived happily ever after but, by the sea. Yes, be happy by the sea. The whole point of the movie is Antonio wants to be by the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. 
know what? That was really good fun. Thank you for joining me, Alicia. That was fantastic. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen when I turn off the TV. You may just disappear because I'm not sure whether you were just directly attached to this video or you may wake up and realize that this was just some sort of weird Ah, thing. interesting. Good to know. Thanks for the heads up. That's right. So either way, uh, enjoy. You have been listening to Witch versus the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witch versus the Doomsday Clock. The replicant known as Witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous, Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.